that was uh, something. All right, Tom, you want to go ahead and give us the intro? <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Nerdy Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. With me today, we got Will. Hey, everybody. Bruce. Ahoy. And welcome to the podcast, Katie Downey. Hello. Katie is our, our special guest. She's, of course, coming from uh, one of our favorite other uh, podcasts. You want to tell us about it? Um, I have been on uh, Stellar Arcanum podcast, which is a fifth edition D&D podcast. And then I also appear on uh, two fifth edition streams. Uh, one of them is D4, which is on Sunday nights. And the other is Dawnbringers, which is on Thursday nights. So uh, part of we had her on here is there's been a movie that she hasn't seen that uh, three of us have seen before. And we should before I even get started, we should point out all four of us are, are old friends. We used to LARP together. So if you have no idea what that is, that's just live action role playing. This is going to be a big nerdy one because we're covering a p- movie that is so epic. I've already done it before two years ago, but I had to do it with these three. We're covering from the year 2000 Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, let me get started on this. Uh, so, it, this is 100% my fault. Once again, they've let me pick the movie, and once again, they have all regretted it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the nice I, I had about... never seen it, so when you suggested it, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's a, a quintessential How? geek movie. I should see this. Well, I wouldn't say that. I believe the movie. phrase I heard was, how bad could it be? <laughs> That is, in fact, the phrase. (laughs) And the answer is, yes. So bad. (laughs) So bad. Uh, Let me go into my my background on this movie. So I remember when this movie came out in 2000. um, It was not the bit. So fantasy movies had really not been good. I think the the last big dragon movie before this was Dragonheart. Yep. Uh, yeah. with Sean Connery, which I, I still have a special place in my heart for. It's not a good movie, but it's also not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I think we've talked about it before. Yes, we have. We have a, we've got a lot of good feedback on that one. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you can you can see our previous episode uh, for my thoughts on that. But um, when this movie came out, I was super excited when I heard it was coming out because I'm a big old nerd. It was the year 2000. I think third edition had just been released. Yep. Um, yeah. The excitement was literally at its peak. This was probably the perfect time to release a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, you know, new century, new edition, try to get new people interested. A lot of people are starting to hear about it. Uh, you know, the internet opened up a lot of avenues for role-playing games. Um, Magic Gathering that was at its Magic peak. the Gathering was was I wouldn't say it's at its peak, but it was certainly the hot, hot topic. Um you know, so and nerd culture was really starting to kind of come into its own uh, in the pop culture spaces. And we should point out, it comes out almost exactly one year before the Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah, by the same yeah. production company, uh, New Line Cinema. So well, New Line. Cin- now the thing about not. New Line Cinema is that New Line Cinema was always the quirky release movie place. Like you didn't go to New Line to get your super epic blockbuster. You went to New Line for your weird, quirky niche film. Um, but not super niche like it wasn't an art house place it was just sort of like the this is where your blades and your you know uh, you know comic book movies before they became big came here uh you you are you are literally spending five minutes defending the existence of this monstrosity i just want you to understand no 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 i'm building you up so i can let you know exactly how much i was let down 
So I was excited. I was thrilled that they were going to make this movie. And then the trailer hit. <laughs> and I watched the trailer. And I was you like. next day when you watched it. I, I saw the trailer and I said. I think I said out loud. I've LARPed with people with better costumes than this crap. <laughs> yeah. The special effects were fucking terrible. Like I know CG. Look. I, this was the era of Phantom Menace. CGI was way better <laughs> in like so many other places than this movie and i'm like did you guys forget that you had money did you waste it all on getting tom baker for five minutes is this what <laughs> happened <laughs> what happened and like and i think the maze! they put all the maze. They put it all in the maze, the maze, in the maze. 15 minutes of screen time which is a fucking tragedy um uh, the maze and uh budget for dirt Oh, there was so much fucking anyway we'll get to it so that's my history with this film is crushing disappointment but over the years i've uh, learned to appreciate it for the train wreck monstrosity that it is i love terrible films because i'm a bad person yes but i also like drinking with others and this is a good way to make others yes. suffer and drink with me at the same time yeah uh bruce and katie one day you guys gotta come to a revival of our billy nights which was our, our annual halloween watch the worst movie possible screening we should do in college yeah this yeah. time oh. i made a billy night one year so that uh, sounds delightful okay so I can, this this I movie would have been a lot more tolerable had i been drinking but i watched yeah. it in the morning so there was there was no day drinking going it's always on. time for mimosas katie i know i wish i had champagne I, I, I thought you were going to watch it last night when you got home. But, uh, I was going to, but I was so wiped out. I had to go to bed. Um, oh, no, I, would, like, I was in bed at eight o'clock. I, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. So I, I need to go ahead and tell my spiel on this. Okay. So as Will and Bruce know, I'm one of those guys who would read movie fat details years in advance. And this got announced, I think, in 97 that they were trying to make this movie on some like any cool news. So I was very excited because, you know, big nerd, love the old cartoon series, you know, fan of the of the game. So I read about this. I was like, ooh, they got Jeremy Irons. So this film was actually shot in 1998. Uh, it sat on the shelf for a year and a half. So New Line bought it because they wanted to make sure that it did not get bought by somebody else and released near too close of Lord of the Rings releases. So they bought it and released it pretty quickly in, in December of 2000. Now, I will freely admit on that Saturday of its opening weekend, I went to go see it in the theaters. I paid money to see this in the theaters. I then bought the DVD a few, a uh, few months later when it came out on DVD, because that DVD is an epic of like what, what, why they put every bad thing that they left out on the bonuses. So it is a glorious mess of a movie. And I can honestly say, I'm so happy I still own it because if you were talking about like pure crap, this is the ultimate like example of pure crap. Now we should point out this movie is, you know, I believe there are terrible movies where they have huge budgets and there's bad movies where they just don't know what they're doing. This had $30 million. So it's not what I call a didn't have money. They just didn't know what they were doing. Are you kidding me? This was a, Oh my God. $30 million. It all went to the purple guy's eyeball prop. In 1998. <laughs> So that would have probably more about fifty million dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. my god. They, and you wanna know how they got that much money? They they were able to contact people who said, "Hey, there's gonna be a Lord of the Rings movie coming out too. So why don't you invest in this one? And we'll make more than one 
after this one makes a bunch of money. <laughs> also, would you yeah. like to buy some Amway? <laughs> join, my, <laughs> join my downline. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, I should point out this was one of the uh, most uh, uh, screen screen movies on Napster in uh, <laughs> two thousand one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so because no one wanted to pay to see it, but you wanted to see it because it's like watching a train wreck. Exactly. I I, I paid to see it. I I bought it on Amazon. I bought it. Oh, Oh, you bought it. I I rented it for four bucks. I I bought it for five because I was like, it's only a dollar more. That's exactly the logic I made there, Katie. I got it on Apple the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Bought it on DVD at the video store I work at because they were getting rid of it. (laughs) But but, but I got to throw in my thing. Um, my friends, I had avoided this until now. <laughs> I had not, in fact, gone to see it in theaters because I had heard it was very bad. I had not purchased it on a lark because I am not a fool. And <laughs> yes, that's throwing some massive shade at you two. Um, and um, I have done this for you, Will, Will William Codis, and this is atonement for all of the pots. Yes, that said, <laughs> that oh, said, fair. it backfired. I adore this thing. I absolutely <laughs> adore it. What? It is right? so magnificently, wonderfully stupid. I yes. want to Rocky Horror this thing. Right? I want to have costumes and theater and mimosas. And I want to have fun with this thing it was yeah. it was i watched this and i'm like you know this this larp guy this larp potential larp designer this author who came to us wanting to run this module has promise i mean this is a train wreck but it has promise and you can't marry sue your favorite character please stop but other than that i'm just like yes yes you you play elves like vulcans yes that is a great way to start that's a great baby uh cosplay there for you too i adore this thing i am so glad you brought it into my life <laughs> it is what so, i refer to so on, oh, on saturday mornings i get together with my mom and have coffee and she actually volunteered to watch it with me <laughs> The entire time we were both screaming at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Bruce, you are a magnificently strange individual and and I love you for it. So uh, this, this encapsulates what I call the bad movie effect where a movie is such, such a gloriously terrible conglomeration of, I not only did they fail, but what they were trying to do was also stupid. So by failing at that, they made the movie better, even yeah. though it was still bad. And okay, Jeremy Irons knew he was just getting oh. his paycheck here and having some fun growling at things. Oh, <laughs> when he yells, "Rains blood from." <laughs> he, he, you know, he has some kind of mechanical device attached to his genitals in every scene because you can just hear him <laughs> orgasming. Every time he's like, rain blood from the sky, and he's just like shaking and vibrating, and he's just like, oh. I think the blue lipstick was like affecting his, the side of the blue lipstick was affecting his mind every time he saw the guy. <laughs> no, so, well, here's the thing. So I figured out what the damn blue lipstick was supposed to do. I figured what? it out. What? Me. Right. So for, 
for the audience who hasn't seen this, and you should go see this, by the way, there is a character stop named the, Damodar. Stop it, watch it now. Stop it, watch it now. Yeah, go stop it. There's a character named Damodar. He's the, the, the dragon to Profion's big bad. Profion being played by Jeremy Irons, Damodar yeah. being played by a dude. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> I think his name was no Wayne was the lead character. Yeah, the, yeah. nobody did anything after this. Um, uh, Bruce Payne. Bruce Payne, Bruce Payne was Damodar. That's it. Yeah. So Bruce, so Bruce Payne's Damodar has actually really nice like fake armor. Like it's clearly fake armor, but it's actually like cosplay it, level armor. Yeah. Yeah. I would. It was all reasonable cosplay. It was yeah. reasonable cosplay. And, and but yeah. he's also wearing this blue lipstick, and you're like, what the fuck is up? Because it and it and it clashes with like every other thing in the scene. You're like, why were you yeah. wearing that? But I noticed in this viewing of the movie, you know, when they're in the elf world where it's you know, <laughs> it's the Keebler elf tree. Yeah. And and and, the, and they're leaving, <laughs> and Ridley gets the magic sword of we're not sure what it does, but it's clearly <laughs> magical. Yeah. Um. The, the weird-ass, like, elf with the half-bone mask on and the other elf with the weird yeah. half-bone mask, they also have blue lipstick. They are also wearing the exact same shade of blue lipstick as Damodar. Oh, is that, like, I am elfy in some So way? I think is Damodar is supposed to be a half-elf. It just, like, it probably uh... just got lost in the script slicing. <laughs> because this movie, <laughs> like, you ever notice, like, the whole movie is somebody telling you about adventures, and clearly they're leaving shit out because they assume you know what happened, and you don't? This this is what happens when someone comes up, this is the cinematic equivalent of someone running up to you with a handful of books, paper, and dice, and going, let me tell you about my character. That's what this movie is. Fair. Because Fair. He's honestly, like, I I think that, we should point out the director. This was his pet project for twenty years. Oh my god! He worked <laughs> on he wrote the screenplay sixteen after having a very successful campaign uh, finished. So it may have been inspired by his own you know campaign and this was probably in the early 80s so he's playing uh probably ad and probably so let's play a fun game let's play which character can you completely excise from the film and it wouldn't change a fucking thing okay well i'd love to get rid of ridley but unfortunately no ridley is unfortunately a part of the plot yeah yeah um don't you the, say snails. The, the Elven Ranger. Don't you say snails. No, the Elven Ranger's there because she contacts the queen to let her know that yeah. uh, they're chasing Damodar, and yeah. she does the bullshit at the end of the movie. She's basically an NPC, so you kind of have to keep her around. I mean, she she um, has she has a plot significant moment where she does a thing, and her actions affect how things go. That's true. Yeah. It's yeah. not much of a thing. Like honestly, you could probably trim her out and just put the, her the actions dwarf. somebody else. Elwood unfortunately actually does a couple things that's important. No, he doesn't do no, a single doesn't. thing that's important. He does no, he takes, nothing. He keeps, the map, he keeps the map with him when they're in the map. That's the only thing. He no, no he, he doesn't even like you could you could, he doesn't do that though. He kind of remembers to do it, but it could have just as easily been snails. And at yeah. one point oh, and when they go to the It would have been city, cooler if it was snails. When they right? that's because snails is best character. When they go to the yeah. other city. Literally at one point while Snails is doing his pickpocket thing and they're all trailing the purple guy and yeah. the guy who, and the guy whose makeup is rubbing off on his green neck. Uh, and that, I mean. <laughs> no, that was that was consistent. I that was one of the things I screamed at the TV. Like every character that had 
makeup on. It was what we in LARPing would call pancake makeup. It was just on their face and it <laughs> barely carried down their neck. And Except the purple guy because he had a prosthetic, so they spent yeah. more time on it. Um, yeah. But anyway, oh, so they're that, chasing that, him <laughs> and Elwood literally vanishes from the movie. Elwood yeah. literally vanishes from the movie for like 20 minutes where he's just not in a scene. He didn't go anywhere. He was in the street at one point, And then the next scene, all the characters are together except for him. He's just not there for like 30 minutes. And then he shows back up for no reason. It's not explained. <laughs> I, I will say one thing about Elwood that I appreciated was the scene after the tavern when they're in the woods. Um, he had fragments of chicken. In his, in his beard, and uh, I thought that was some nice continuity. <laughs> there was cotton. There was chicken continuity, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although his little speech about uh, <laughs> the, so this movie was made in 1998 and is not very progressive. And Elwood is the living embodiment of toxic male masculinity. <laughs> so, so, uh, but like in the fun <laughs> 90s way, if you can even say that, um, dwarf masculine. <laughs> oh God, well, I, I did appreciate that Elwood is not uh, Elwood is not picky about his partners. He likes yeah. them big and he likes them with a beard. Yep. And you know what? He's all uh, rock on Elwood. You fly that freak flag, man. I, I believe the phrase was a beard you can hold on to. <laughs> really hold on to, and then there were several yeah. pelvic thrusts. Yes. yes. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. That's closer to Tolkien. <laughs> Dwarves than Dungeons and Dragons ever got. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but anyway, Elwood is the character that you could literally pluck out of the of the movie, you know, and just literally chop out his scenes, and nothing would change. Yeah, you could just edit him I, out of the movie. And Elwood, because I have hugged that man, so I have actually been. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I loved you in Dungeons and Dragons. Don't no, ever well, say. Oh no, uh, okay. I uh, it was I was dressed as his uh, character on Once Upon a Time. So Jen and I went at Dragon Con. Did he play Rumple? He played Grumpy. Grumpy. Oh well, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so he's like, stereo, he's typecast. That's what, what I'm is, hearing. I mean, okay. So it's Lee Ehrenberg. He's yeah. You know, he played you know, Pintel from you know the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yep. He's also Grumpy in the in the Once Upon a Time series. So Jen and I did cosplay of our favorite episode, which is the Grumpy origin one. So she dresses Nova, the fairy he's in love with, and I dress as Grumpy. And, and he had to come up. He, he hugged me because he's like, I don't get people cosplaying me. <laughs> That's actually Aww. a really sweet story. Yeah. yeah, I told I told him at the Q and A. It's like yours is my favorite episode. He goes, I love you, man. <laughs> so, um, so I can't. I admit I have a bias. I've met the oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine, dude. You know what? There's all kinds of great cameos in this. Riff Raff is in this movie. Yeah. Riff Raff. Wait, what? Riff Raff. Yeah, the guy who plays Riff Raff is playing. Oh, he the was. Thief. He was the Thieves Guild. The guy. Thieves Guild head. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why I recognized him. Richard Bryan was in a really cool place in 1998. So he had. Um, Dark City. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that's and a great movie. He had um, Ever After, and he had, and then he made this, and fortunately went back into obscurity. So. Down. Yeah. And he's he like, had, <laughs> believe it or not, he had a game show in Britain around this time, where which he was the host, and it, you had to go through a maze. So that was part of the reason he was the guy who he literally. Said, <laughs> yeah, that's his catchphrase about you have to go through the maze on this British game show. So that was a. <laughs> supposed to be a gag for the brits but, so you know, um, yeah if, if you Whenever, poke around on youtube uh when ridley goes into the maze someone cut it to with the double dare theme playing oh that is amazing and then there's another cut with the american gladiators theme and both of them work and it's amazing <laughs> i'm i i i'm gonna wait a couple days 
but I will eventually look that up. Um, <laughs> I feel like I need to let this sink so, in first. Yeah. So let's talk about the other good things in this movie. The maze. The maze. The maze was cool. The maze liked... was a maze. Uh, it was so fun. Amazing, you might say. Um, of course you have a thief maze. Of course you have a thief maze. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? I mean, let, let's give credit where credit is due. The movie does provide at least one dragon and at least one dungeon. <laughs> it does, yeah. Which is more than I can say for most of the campaigns I've played. Yeah. And by the way, can we bring up one thing? The plot of this movie is, is that the evil mages are mad they're about to lose their power. So yeah, this, this, this the is... Dragon, so he wants their to political the power. I'm pretty sure that Palpatine was behind it all. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the like... vibe I was getting off of this movie from the political percent the political talk doesn't make any fucking sense so they establish yeah. with a voiceover that mages are in charge commoners are essentially slaves but commoners have thriving marketplaces commoners yeah. have taverns multicultural taverns where they can go and have a good time and no one seems to really bother them much they also have guilds guilds I mean, there seems to be a whole layer of society here. Like, it may be, maybe the mages don't care, but, like, what do the mages do exactly in their oppress? Like, how do they oppress? I mean, yeah, P uh, Profion's lackeys run around and punch people sometimes. Yeah. The, but, like, apart from that, no one seems terribly upset that uh, Marina shows up in their commoner tavern. Like, no one even comments on it. Like, you would think in this kind of very stratified society – a wizard clearly a wizard it's not like she changed her clothes i mean she's yeah. wearing robes she's wearing she's wearing wizard robes really... okay okay i i just I'm have to explain i just have to explain that like that would have been like my crush zone in 1995 like that would yeah. have been my crush zone like that just she, like she yes. actually wasn't as bad as a lot of this movie was her acting wasn't terrible um <laughs> so i think i refer to her as discount jennifer lopez from yeah. the cell <laughs> that, that, uh, that's, i was thinking uh like uh b c level jennifer aniston but i, I mean that I'm, would also work like there's there's yeah. some, like so i i, I mean in ridley is dollar store brendan frazier no no yeah. no 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 no, no, no. He is, so my he is when i was watching Jimmy this Olsen. he's oh. always the second jimmy olsen Ooh, I, yes, when I was yes. watching this with mom, um, she actually said the words, this reminds me of Star Wars. <laughs> it, it does kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, um, which made me die a little inside. But at the same time, I can see it. Well, I mean, it's sort of it basically it takes both the prequels and the and the reg and the, the mid cools, I guess. I don't, what do you call the middle films in mid a nineology? The good ones, yeah. It takes the good ones, Original. like it takes the good ones and the prequels, and kind of smooshes them kind of together, and it comes out as this gloppy mess. And yeah. then it sprinkles on some fantasy tropes, and that's yeah. like it's so weird how how much this movie apes other movies, and yet is also its own original bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's so much in this, and what there's so many questions. So this 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 whole like society stratified thing. It's like yeah, they're vaguely oppressive. How? And and at the beginning, I thought, oh, it's because they keep polluting the water because they kept, made it such a big fucking deal about the fire in the river. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's so one dragon died. So <laughs> this is New York, circa 1972. I mean, Cleveland baby. Or, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland baby. It's <laughs> like what the fuck? So, but like everybody, so catch fire. Also, Cleveland everyone is clean until they're not. Like yeah. Ridley is not dirty. 
until snails dies. <laughs> like yeah. Snails dies, and then everyone gets filthy for some reason. Now the dwarf is consistently the, gross. Yes, the soap on him. Like they, they. So anyway, so I don't understand their society. Where like, what do the mages fear? They have magic. Oh, I can't just kill people in the streets. Uh, apparently, the queens keep, or the emperor, who is the empress? The empress. The empress yeah. I guess they're afraid she's gonna have the dragons eat them because she does control the dragons. Uh, that's what she threatens, like when they get uppity. But like at the same time, why do they care? Why do they give a shit? Like okay, um, so, it was it was power. Why does she want to give the commoners more power if she's an empress? She's she's the one supposed to be in charge of everybody. She was. She wanted to put everybody on equal footing. And apparently the mages were afraid of that, although they again, never they established why. Like, like again, if you just, if there had been an establishing shot of like they're in they're in the pub, right? And before everything goes to hell, while they're trying to figure out the stupid scroll, some mage and his retinue come in, or she, who cares? Right. And like throws people out, you know, like and a bunch of burly bodyguards throw people out of a table and like the mage snaps her fingers, and they bring over wine, and she's clearly well, not well, going to pay well, for it. Well, why do you hate fun? I don't <laughs> hate fun. I just want to understand. I want to know what the fuck is going on. And this movie you just sort of fun. Again, yeah, this movie assumes you know shit. Like again, this is somebody telling you about how cool their character is. Like so, so you say mages are oppressing. How do they do that? It doesn't matter. Anyway, we were in the tavern. You see what I mean? But, yeah. I think that's basically what the problem was. That they were like. Uh, they're supposed to be seen where explaining it all, but we just ran out of money. And I, I, I will give them credit that the cantina scene isn't terrible. Like, the, you know, the, the ambiance of, I should say, is not terrible. Um, yeah. Like, why can we... They just crammed that ways. thing every square inch full of extras. That was yeah. their, like, more yeah. extras. That was that was the whole place. Put on this costume. What's it for? Think, Who cares? I think their $30 million budget went into getting extras. Yeah. There are so yeah, many extras just, in this movie. Now they filmed this in Yugoslavia. Well, no, I think it was Croatia, or like it was somewhere in the Yugoslavian you know area. In the like, east, in east, east, Eastern Europe. Yeah, e- yeah, Eastern Europe. So they shot. Uh, this is a, this. Is, I should point out where the period of time where they make a lot of really low B movie, like sci-fi channel movies, were being all shot there. Like Wing Commander got shot in the same area. <laughs> I like that you refer to Wing Commander as a low budget sci-fi film. That is that, a great movie. That movie also had a huge <laughs> budget. I just want you to know that. I know. I know, but um, low quality. <laughs> don't don't knock Wing Commander. That is a classic cinema jewel. Uh-huh. I, I, uh huh. I, I don't knock on Freddie Prince Jr. He and I talk on Twitter about wrestling all the time. So. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but no. Um, the point be- is, like, they there was a. If you needed to make a lower a uh, lower costing film, you went to Eastern Europe during this time period. Like yeah. I know, From Hell was shot in the same area, also. So you need the money to build sets; they can do it there. So that's why they it was that they have really good artisans there. So that's why everything physically looks good. <laughs> so I've been leading up to it. Uh, let's talk about the absolute best character in this movie: snails. Love snails. Uh, Marlon Wayans at his at his finest. Although I have to say that he does, in fact, ape the greatest character of another movie of mine that I love, Ruby Rod. Uh, the was, Fifth Element. <laughs> we discussed that. My mother and I discussed that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Snails is great. Also, Snails is the only one who, like, seems to embody his actual class. <laughs> like, 
face. Yeah. Okay, but but no, the pickpocket no, is so high level that all he does is literally grab things and nobody notices. Like his pickpocket skills were magnificent. I would say the elven woman um, totally embodied Ranger. Uh, you, if she did anything, maybe. But what she does she is she and she, she fought. She fought. No, she didn't. She failed at fighting. In fact, at one point, she stopped the dwarf from going to fight. I'm getting to it. Like, so that's another question. Why does the elf keep saying yeah, they have to do it for themselves? Why? Is there a reason for that? That's or why do you just, or do you just hate told. snails that's... enough that you kind of hope he dies on the way out? Like, <laughs> is that is that is that is that what's going on? You're just you're just like, no, we can't go. Yeah, like, they have to do it on their own. Why? For because real, would you have been bored at the table the playing time. half of those characters? Like they don't get Ugh. to do anything. No, no. She's like just in force it, one it mode was like the DM the had a crush movie. on Riley. Ridley. Yes. Ridley. Yeah. Ridley. I, I don't even remember the name. Ridley. So no, no, no. The, I remember snails. Can, can, uh, whenever anyone like, does something stupid, just always said they pulled a Ridley. Pull, yeah, the new yeah. name for stupid is Ridley. So let me let me boil down the character names. So there's Ridley Freeborn, <laughs> because of fucking course. Snails, no last name given. Marina Pretensa. <laughs> right? I did not catch that last name. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, no, not, right? Indeed. Elwood Gutworthy. Which again, neither of those two last names is ever said in the movie. By the way, there I, I learned it from the credits. Yeah. Uh, the credits, yeah. And Norda, who also has no last name. <laughs> you ever notice that the uh, the uh, the the black characters didn't have last names? Yep. That's yeah. fucking terrible. Um. Anyway, I just realized that, and I I'm, I'm ashamed of it. Um. Yeah, yeah I I was kind of dancing around that one. <laughs> so again, why does why why does she stop the dwarf from going to help? Is he going to fuck it up? No. They're, I mean, okay, yeah, they're sneaking in. Sure, it's fine. But things are going to go bad. Like, oh, so beholders are completely wasted in this film. Oh, there yeah. are There are two beholders. They're on screen they're for sort of... 30 seconds. Oh, guys. Stupid uh, puppies. Stupid puppies. I watched this with the commentary going, and the director had planned to have a hundred beholders circling that whole castle, and they can afford three. Well, they only put in two. I guess the other one got cut. <laughs> um oh, oh one almost uh, no there were there were two in the courtyard because they snuck around they saw the first one oh and i then thought they that was snuck the same around one. no no saw there, a second one yeah there are three there yeah. are three. and then there was okay. one inside but the point is like well we wanted to have a whole bunch of holders and yeah there's the scene where they go you know when they go into the map there is a deleted scene which if you watch the the dvd oh actually, where they talk to the wraiths they talk to race and the effects were so they, they didn't have money for the effects so they put cardboard cutouts of what the race were supposed to look like oh can i find that on youtube on youtube you can only find the version without the cardboard cutouts for some reason dvd only i do not know (laughs) they have they have shame in some way they have shame they had some kind of shame an empty space it's the the the, so again this is (laughs) they skip like they go so two characters disappear into a map yeah for like 15 minutes yeah and then they pop out and they have another map and some vague promises, and it's implied that they fuck in there? No. Uh, <laughs> I did not get that. No, no, no. <laughs> I did not get that impression. They fell in love in there, though. He, they fell in love. Ridley, Ridley yeah. he is now 
Destin because he went in the map first. That he has to. The quest has he's to. Like, be I kinda, well, he's like, I kind of signed us up for this. Why? And then he looks over at, Mar- at Marina, and Marina is clearly doing her best. I'm trying not to look at you because I'm ashamed of what I've done. And Snails looks back and is like, "What? Ah!" Uh, oh, uh, and it's, I was like, "Oh, they fucked. That's why they don't want to talk about it." <laughs> I, I, I totally, I totally read it that way. That's that was how Snails read it. That's how I read it. Yeah, I, Snails I, I did not get that. Unfortunately, the director had planned for the uh, the race to say, "You are the chosen one. You must take it." And she's mad because she's not the chosen one. That's what's supposed to happen. I I. No. I thought that she and he like had argued in there to the point that they were hot for each other. Like, you know, that trope of, oh, I hate you so much. Now I must have. Yeah, it's it's the 80s sitcom bit. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what that's what ends up happening for the rest of the film. But like yeah. when, I, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, they fucked. Or at least <laughs> she gave him a handy or something. I mean. <laughs> And Snails Snails reads the room and he's like, oh my god, I can't believe you people. It was that magical reach around. (laughs) The magical reach around of, I mean, Mage Hand is useful for a lot of things, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh man, we're getting so many compliance for this episode. I don't care. This is an explicit podcast. (laughs) Oh, 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 absolutely fuck yeah. Um, No, um. It was like that race was like, I need some entertainment. We want the information. Yes, entertain me. <laughs> well, I could juggle. Yes, juggle his balls gently. <laughs> I can I can actually I, see I'm this. a race. The, I'm the not the dead. <laughs> yeah, the wraiths are really bored. They've been waiting for who knows how long in this map. And I mean they're wraiths. It's not like they get to get freaky, so why yeah, bring not? out your genitals and entertain us with them. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, and we're just like, well, I can't do puppets, so I guess we're just gonna have to do this. Yeah, I don't have any magic dust right now, so I'm I guess we're gonna have to Engorgio make- whack. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that. I'm the worst. Anyway, okay, so, so like, we have to. Does she never cast spells? Don't touch like that. Got brought up sometimes. Like she never casts her spell. She has clearly got some high level spells. Yeah, she needs she pops a dimension components. door. She needs yeah, that's material components. Dimension door. Dimension door is fourth level. I looked yeah. it up. So, She's good. I mean, She's a good wizard. Like what the hell? Yeah. You yeah. just, she has to have the power, the fairy. She has to have the magic dust. They keep yeah, making it's comments. material components. She doesn't have her yeah, material which, components. Which she I can't cast components. Sure. Yeah, when Snail steals the dust, that's how she's able to fight back and get them out of there. That's literally because she's, ooh, some dust. Finally, I can do something. Oh, I did yeah. like the quicksand carpet trap. That I thought cool. that was cool. I was like, that's yeah. a good effect. And it, it worked That well. was actually clever. I liked it, yes. I, I liked the effect. I did not like the fact that I think they used oatmeal for it. Yeah, it was a little gross because Snails yeah. comes yeah. out covered in schmutz. Uh, and and if you look at the texture when he's in it, it looks like oatmeal. And he's like oh, apple cinnamon. <laughs> yep. So it's funny. Ten years later, after this movie, when the Sorcerer's Apprentice comes out, they do that same gag with Nicolas Cage, but it's just a CGI rug. Oh, I will appreciate. So also the the weird uses of CGI in this film. So for the first half of this movie, there's all these giant like helicopter sweeping shots of cgi buildings repeatedly like it's not just one they do it like multiple times as the scene transition and it's really disorienting yeah it's like it's a missed game it was kind of like um the crown where you have to see sweeping views of where you're going to be you can't just go into a scene there has to be a sweeping view 
to remind you of how grand everything is. But the CGI is so bad. The CGI is so bad that I'm like, this isn't even good model work. This is just trash. Why do you you look like you're you're shooting this like you're proud of it? Why are you proud of this? My my favorite (laughs) part of the CGI was the fire. Um, oh, the fire! <laughs> the fire was was mwah, chef kiss. Uh, next I've, level. I've seen I've seen better fire in YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean YouTube videos from like today. I mean like YouTube videos from two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I've seen better fire in those like uh, uh, short films you can buy in like uh, cons. So, have you guys ever seen the Langoliers? Oh yes. No. Uh, so no. they the Stephen King short story that they got that they they adapted into. A, a mini series, yeah, two night mini series. Two night, no- yeah, it, it really <laughs> should have been a TV night. movie, but they split it in half for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, um, there are little monsters that show up, and the special effects on them are fucking atrocious. Like the worst possible early '90s, 2000 era CGI bullcrap. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what the dragons, like the texture on the dragons was the exact same texture as on those little monsters. It was that weird, shiny, obviously super fucking fake sort of liquidy Play-Doh look that's just terrible. And every part of the CGI, like when they use a practical effect, it's, it looks so much better because the CGI is so bad. So like the rug scene, that's oatmeal. That is That has heft. That is a thing. That is actual glop and then you go and see like the dragon bleeding and the blood is just fucking garbage the Ah! the blood looked like ketchup it had the viscosity of ketchup it was like to me it looked like if you took like johnson's johnson and johnson's baby shampoo and put red food coloring in it which is a fake blood technique that we've used at larps before to make non-toxic blood but that washes out easy but this probably could have done this with our shattered isles i mean in a lot of ways i think so i mean but still let's 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 hear it for snails uh for those who don't know they they damadar kidnaps marina and uses his weird cgi head tentacles to steal the location of the something you know it doesn't fucking matter the dragon eye gem. Um, the dragon eye gem, which I kind of want that prop. Like, I want a copy of that prop for my desk because it looks cool. Um, yeah. And so Snails is sent to get the map, and Ridley goes and gets Marina because, of course. And even they even have an argument about it where he's like, why do I always have to go get the thing and you always have to go get the girl? And yeah. it's, it's funny. And, like, again, Snails is, like, the meta commentary. I don't even need to make it because he's already making the jokes, which is why I was yeah. sad to see him die. And his fight with Damodar is actually... Spoilers! I know. Spoilers. I was about to say the same thing. We, I mean, this we, movie only well, came out 22 years yeah, ago. I'm, I'm, I'm Bruce Willis is dead the entire movie. Bruce Willis... <laughs> Snape killed Dumbledore. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> It was his sled. It was his sled. <laughs> it was a sled. <laughs> Moving riddle. Luke Skywalker's father. Oh no. Anyway, we're, we we so Damodar and Snails have and Snails is like they they're about to have a sword fight. Damodar completely fucks him up and he says, okay. "All right, you win. Bye." And fucking bolts. And I I appreciated that. I was like, "That's a man who knows how to run." Yeah. So Damodar has him prisoner with a knife. And there's uh, Ridley's coming up, and they're they're discussing bullshit. 
And then <laughs> Snails is like, I got the map, and he's doing the sacred thing. And then he flops the map out with the saddest possible throw, and I was like, that was your best take? That's what you're yeah. going with? Because that throw <laughs> was the shitty – like, it went a foot. Davidar could have literally just stabbed <laughs> Snails in the neck and then bent over and picked up the map. Like, what the shit just happened? That reminds me of the scene in the in the tavern when the map was on the floor and um, she's skittering around trying to get it. And this boot comes down and it made me so angry because he didn't step on the map. He stepped next, next to, the, to map. the map. Yeah. And I was like, could you not afford to buy more parchment? For other maps that was that the only prop they had <laughs> that was the only prop they had uh, once again i don't think the director understood you have multiple props and more, when you put a camera one angle you need to shoot it from different angles i don't yes. think the director understood how to do multiple takes i think this was just all every shot was the shot and they yeah. didn't yeah. bother doing anymore like, was this was this secretly like an Ed Wood film? I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe. I mean, so also Ridley's like snails. No, he does his big no, and I'm like, oh, you stole that from Darth Vader. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we should point out also that. Um, oh no, this movie came out before that. So yes. Star Luke Wars stole it Luke from stole this it. movie. <laughs> Yeah, like just because Clint Eastwood does one take doesn't mean everybody. Oh my god! Right? Oh. And I know I'm jumping all around in this movie, but it doesn't matter what the plot is. It never matters. Like nothing matters. Instead of covering the ending of this movie, which is the most ridiculously bad dragon fight ever. Oh well. So so anyway, a thing happens, and then we get to the next dungeon, which is really more of like three rooms. It's not much of a dungeon, and (laughs) so. Let, let, let's so they so there's also the elf kingdom which has tom baker in it and god help me i have a special place in my heart for tom baker because tom he baker is my was, doctor right he, he was the doctor. first doctor i was ever exposed to he's, he's my, doctor. He's my yeah. doctor i don't know i really like tenant's run as the doctor as well Tenet so. was really good he's, so, he's a close second so yeah like uh, they're kind of in competition but i love tom baker he says three lines. He got paid however many thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars for his. Three the lines. elven people are magic. The elven people yeah. are magic and stuff. And none of that matters to the plot. Like you can cl- no. he clearly just improvise the lines. <laughs> like, no, he did not. That is actually in the script. <laughs> no, no. It, from I, I'm pretty sure that despite what you've been told, I'm sure he just made shit up. And they're like, yeah, let's go with it. Sounds cool because Tom Baker said it, and it's that's Tom exactly. Baker. I was just waiting for who knows though. The, the, the angle I... is right for that. I wanted him to tap his nose. I desperately wanted him to tap his nose, and it didn't happen. I know. Well, there were so many other bit. references. So, like when uh, when Profion and Ridley are fighting. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Not so talented, Mister Ridley." And I'm like, "Ah, he's making fun of another movie." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, again, this is why I think this movie was all shot in like one shot only because. That was clearly a the actor is having fun with an improvisation, you know, joke to make everyone laugh. And the director's yeah. like, cut, print. And he's like, wait, what? I need to do another take. No, you don't. It's fine. No. That is <laughs> actually that's that's why I think this is meant to be a Rocky horror. And they didn't quite make it because they just didn't lean into it heavily enough. Yeah. Those are deliberately retained elements. Like Jeremy Irons leaned into it. thing on purpose. Oh, yeah, he did. Jeremy Irons is just like jerking himself yeah. off in every movie. Jeremy scene. Irons was leaning into it so much he was in a barca lounger. Yeah. We should point out Oscar, 
Oscar-winning actor Jeremy Oscar-winning Irons. actor yeah. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> you know, won an Oscar for Reversal of Fortune. Fantastic is like Scar. Fantastic. How great. many forests were sacrificed for him to chew the scenery this hard? Uh, yeah. yeah. Good lord. Um, bacon, the bacon he ate. Also, Profion is like the worst villain, like just ever. <laughs> he would be nothing without Damodar. Like Damodar is the true, true mastermind of this, clearly, because yeah. Damodar's like, yeah, I guess I kind of fucked up, but I'm gonna go fix it. He's like, no, no, I'm gonna put this weird demon thing in your head. Yeah. Because CGI. Like, that was so pointless. Like, I, I didn't understand why he did that. He already had him doing, going and fixing it. So, right. what was the point of wasting your Evil. magic on that thing in <laughs> that there? That was the point. Well, so, so, anyway, so. I guess he was like, just in case he wants to double cross me, I'll make sure he has to bring it back to get the thing out. I, I, I guess. It, it's very much a, like a Snake Plissken kind of deal. I mean, once again, Cordy Solomon is like, oh, I love uh, I love Escape from New York. Let's have something stuck in this guy so he'll have right. to follow rules. But you need to establish that as being in there before he does your bidding. Like, you could almost make Damodar sympathetic if the horrible creature had been in his head the whole time. Like, and the big reveal was when he's like, you know, I might have this thing trying to kill me, but at least it has its uses and then like rips the information out of her head. Yeah. But like, don't sh- like you should have art. It should have already been there because that would provide him some motivation and he would be sort of a tragic figure in this. I, I think just, his like, motivation was just he's he's a jerk. He's a jerk who just wants to bone Profion. Uh, I mean, yeah. every, everybody <laughs> wants to bone Profion. That's pretty much what I gathered from this film. And like, maybe that's why he's so angry at the, at the Empress. Cause she's like, nah, I'm not into you, dude. He's like, I'm going to say, I'm going to write, I'm going to write about this on the internet. <laughs> Press back, <man. laughs> this is, how do you like my giant <laughs> magical staff penis now, lady? Huh? This is that- what you it's clearly this is a guy who was spurned on the internet and has taken it too far yeah he's an incel also right and he's also so like and she's so completely underacting like she has no conviction in her voice at all the empress very boring i mean she dresses like the princess from the never-ending story which is fine I, I liked her costuming up until the end when she put the armor on. That was like. You mean Joan of Arc there? Yeah. Yeah, it was like midriff. <laughs> and I'm screaming at the TV. That would not help in battle. If right? somebody took their sword across her stomach, her guts would spill everywhere. There was nothing protecting her guts. Well, it's a good thing oh. that Profeon's evil spell just summoned a terrible back massage, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I don't so, God, so the spell, all the spell did was this like weird skeleton thing jumped on her back and gave her a crappy back massage. And I'm yeah. like, oh, she's like, oh no, he's not hitting the pressure points properly. It's very mildly inconveniencing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And why didn't, when she was down, why didn't he just take three steps forward and snatch the staff from her? And why didn't Ridley, when he vaguely bumped into him and knocked him over, just start stabbing him? You yes! <laughs> just, why like, did he why did he tackle him? Why didn't he run up and stab him? Well, no, I could see him like knocking him over to, to to cancel whatever his magic was, and then like just instead of backing up and letting him get up, just kneel down and start jabbing him with that knife used on Damodar repeatedly. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna point out 
another way to have stopped that spell would have been to stab him repeatedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over I mean, over. I will just say this: when he finally backstabbed Demeter, I'm like, "Yes, you remembered your class. Come on, buddy." Yeah, but why was he fighting with long swords? He's because he had a magic one, and he's like, "Well, I I have to use it now. His it's magic." First sword was a long sword too, and he never used it. Like, no, ever. he did. He used it in one fight because I was screaming at the TV again. Um, why are you using a longsword? You're a rogue. Where's your finesse weapon? Oh, because he clearly dipped, he clearly only took like two levels of rogue and, then, <laughs> and he just multi-classed yeah. into fighter. Like, that's uh, yeah, kind of- hey, it's official. We have to do the class. All right, we'll do our stats for these characters. Real fast. Uh, uh, other things that really <laughs> bug me. So he goes into the treasure chamber and he's going to pick up a big handful and he goes, sorry, snails. And he puts it down. I'm like, this is from the Goonies. You're saving that for Willie, but snails already died. So just. Okay, fine, whatever. I get it. And then he sees the dead mage. And now you have to bear in mind that the prior scene to this whole nonsense is when him and, and Marina were totally making out with their horribly filthy faces. That they never <laughs> yeah. never found a wash basin or whatever in Elf World. Yeah. And he's like, there's a mage who finally got what they deserve. I'm like, isn't your like new girlfriend a mage? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, man? You've got issues. Didn't you fuck her in a map? I mean, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what happens in the map, map stays, stays in the, in the map. map. To be fair, there are a lot of people out there who will fuck folks in a map and then not feel bad about hating them. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, hate fucking is a thing. Um, it is. It is. Or in this case, hate mage hand jobs. Um, <laughs> rage, rage pleasing. <laughs> Rage uh. blowies. Anyway, uh, okay. rage head. Rage head. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just into it, and he's got some kanks. Um, not to shame, you know, he can do his thing. Uh, God, what else? Am I doing? What else bothers me about this movie? So she it's defeats. I mean, besides the movie. So he talks, there's like a 17 minute long speech with the lich that's not actually a lich. He's like, you know, you need to be careful with this thing. It's going to fuck you up. He's like, yeah, okay. No, really, this is going to fuck you up. No, it's fine. It's just, ah, God, you suck. Yeah, you talked about a curse that never came into play. Well, no, no, it did because he got the weird Profion jollies getting off face when he was wielding the the big red throbbing staff of dragonhood, right? That was the curse? (laughs) And he's like, well, no, no, he's like, oh, if I, if I use this anymore, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, if he, it's it's like getting, uh, you know, uh, drugs, you know, he's, he's all hyped up on magic. And if he keeps using it, he's going to get worse. And soon he'll be giving hand jobs for crack in the basement or whatever. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. The curse was really stupid and Profion used it and got eaten by a dragon. So maybe that was the curse. It's never explained and it's dumb and no one cared, but you know what? It was a cool scene for the DM to run. Because the DM, that was clearly the DM scene. Yeah. Um, Profion gets eaten. Uh, does anyone else want to talk about anything before we get to the end? Because oh, I, yeah, I, I the love sp- the. I want to talk about the end. Uh, you mean you mean the Indian at the wedding at the uh, grave of snails, and we get the. Oh, we'll, how many we'll talk about it. Earth for snails. There's a so team snails, admittedly, but yes. uh, So at the end of the film, the day is saved and you know, victory is achieved or whatever. And there's a voiceover from the Empress who says, all right, commoners and mages are now equal. It's cool, y'all. And I'm like, what? Why didn't you just do that before? Right. <laughs> anyway, right. whatever. So I, I stopped questioning the politics of this film a while back. 
So they pan through this graveyard, and there's all these very elaborately carved headstones, and then you see Snails' grave, and it's a bunch of fucking rocks with his name haphazardly carved into the top of I liked his headstone. And I'm like, did he not deserve a better headstone? Ridley's not it. good it at things. Charm. <laughs> I mean, it had all, I mean, yeah, you could say it was charming, but dude's about to be knighted. Like, and also, first of all, there are knights now, so clearly there's still social class yeah. gratification if you can have knights, mm. but everyone's yeah. equal? Sure, whatever. Moving right along. <laughs> but then, and Jar Jar like, Binks isn't a senator in this, and for that I am grateful. <laughs> yeah, uh. well, so I, I will say that Ridley's speech over Snail's grave where he puts the gemstone on the grave and says, you finally got it, buddy. You hit your big score was actually not bad. Like I've been to LARP funerals and that was totally a LARP funeral. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And it had, yeah. it had, you know, some emotional weight to it. If you know, cause I cared about snails. I didn't really care about anybody else, but I cared about snails. So people gushing about how great snails is, you know, I'm on board with it. Um, and then the movie loses its fucking mind. <laughs> I did not understand. Well, they clearly knew the sequel was coming. Well, yeah, the thing is, Norda even points out, just just don't question it, man. Just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going, what the, the shit is happening? <laughs> I have found out what the sequel was supposed to be. You're going to love this. Oh, God. The Search for Snails? That, well, uh, I mean, that's, that's that would have been the subplot. But no, they go into the underworld to bring snails back. But then Ridley accidentally opens a portal and lets a bunch of evil forces out. So then they, like have, to go, they have to go on a quest to acquire uh, items for Marina to uh, trap them back into a cage and then take back to the underworld. So they become Ghostbusters. Exactly. <laughs> Huh. Oh no! <laughs> it's, it's adorable. They thought this was gonna have sequels. Uh, huh. Like that's that's hope. That's that's. So there's another but, very clap. Go ahead. Uh, the sad thing is that it wasn't even editing that made it bad. It was the script itself. <laughs> like there was no saving that movie. Well, the script was bad. The special effects were bad. The acting was bad. I mean, there's... Like, no, no. Jeremy clearly read the script, showed up on day one of shoot, took two shots of Strega, and was like, let's get this done. And also, <laughs> did, and also did a bunch of cocaine. Yes. Him, so, so Jeremy yeah, Irons and Riff Raff are in the back snorting going. lines of coke off of the, um, you know, off of some, like probably off the, the eye of the dragon. No, I, I like they're, they're just they're, they're, mushrooms and absinthe. They're, they're cutting place. lines out and just all right. Let's go do our scenes. It's gonna be fucking amazing, and it was. And uh, just in the wrong way. I mean, it was so amazingly terrible. I mean, this is the battlefield Earth of fantasy movies. Is pretty much the best I can say about it. Yeah, um, because what about Battlefield Earth? Same. So I. I, I hate and love Battlefield Earth at the same time because it's so fucking atrociously bad. But at the I, same time, it tried so hard and it, it thought, yeah, it did. It, the director absolutely tried really hard to direct. Now, they didn't. They failed miserably at every possible turn, but he tried really hard. It's like it's like watching, uh, you know, have you ever seen the Olympics, like, trials? And, oh, yeah. Like, the, that, very, the, in the, the first... Nice person who... 
made the trials and tried to No, finish. no, it's not like the night that they went to the trials to try to be on the Olympic team. And there's always one guy who totally should not be there, but just somehow got there. And they're like tripping over the hurdles and, you know, <laughs> running through them in other people's lanes. Which Olympics do you watch, knocking Will? people over. Yeah. No, no, not the Olympics like you'd see on TV. Like if you go to like your local, this is how you qualify for the next round of going to the Olympics. This isn't like the, the final qualifiers. This is the qualifiers to the next set of qualifiers. And there's always one guy who somehow got there and probably shouldn't be there. And they're always they, they come in last. They fuck up everything. They trip over shit. Probably because they're nervous. Like they do okay. Yeah. Like when no one's watching, but they just get so well inside their own head. You and I head, remember Budapest up. very differently. Yeah, Budapest was <laughs> amazing. And uh, they get you get so far up in your own head that you just start screwing up. I mean, I've been that guy. Not specifically the hurdles, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you know you run into the hurdles and you just completely fuck it up in the most spectacular way. But you tried really hard not to and so you cross the finish line dead last dragging three of the hurdles with you because they're tangled up in your clothes somehow <laughs> that's what well, this that's is what, going on the greatest hits list this is where will goes oh. into a 20 minute rant about hurdles and that's where battlefield understand. earth is and that's <laughs> what this movie start is next week uh, on friday so this movie on. tried so fucking hard <laughs> And failed so fucking spectacularly, but you gotta hand it to them for at least getting across the fucking finish line. <laughs> because making movies is hard. Yeah, I mean, we sure. should this movie got released. I think, like, the New Mutants movie set on the shelf for, like, five years before it finally got released. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't good yeah. either. Anyway. <laughs> so, my point is, this movie has a lot of heart and very little of anything else. And it's amazingly shitty, but I love it to death. So. To, to continue with your hurdle metaphor, I feel like this movie like ran up to the first hurdle and then sat down and just started sucking on the hurdle. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to, to look at it, I suppose. <laughs> I feel like they they didn't even try. They just started gnawing on I the hurdle. I think somebody tried. I don't think that most people in the movie tried. No. Uh, I mean, but I think somebody in this Ridley is the only person trying was, trying was uh, Justin Wayland. Marina may have tried. The person playing yeah, Ridley certainly yeah. tried. The director yeah. and the producers Actually, clearly tried. So, so Marina's escape was the best sort of scene that held together. Like she was cool yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah, and then they I forget think. about her for the rest of the film, and she sucks. Except, for, except when they need a Deus Ex Machina. That, yeah, that, that's it. Like, and also the little fight where. Oh, the entire team shows up to take on the big bad, and the big bad just walks through them like they're nothing. <laughs> like the dwarf doesn't even get to swing his weapon. He's just like, ha ha, zap, never mind. <laughs> my my favorite part of that scene was at one point the dwarf hits somebody. Elwood hits somebody in the chest with his axe, and it is so clearly like a LARP foam axe <laughs> that it doesn't. It just sort of bounces off the guy, and, and the guy goes, throws oh, himself back. <laughs> And the guy, like, re- realizes they've been hit and, like, throws... You can see them tense and throw themselves backward going, ah! Yeah! yeah. I, I think that was, like, one of the highlights of the movie for me. Yeah. I, I keep expecting, like, you know, some of these people should have been in the LARP on Hawkeye. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I love this movie. It's so... Like, I, it, this is not a movie I'm going to watch by myself. No. This is a movie where I'm going to be like, hey, guys, do you want to have a good time for, like, an hour and a half and get really fucking hammered? I've got a treat for yeah, you. Yeah, don't play the drinking game for this movie. Oh, you no, will, you will die. You will die. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? 
Oh my god. This yeah, movie is best this movie growl, is, take two shots. This movie is best in groups of seven or more with jello shots. That's what yeah. this movie is. But like when would you take shots? What would what would be Okay, uh, so every time they make a shots. reference to Dungeons and Dragons, so like when he's like, "You're a low level mage," shot. Whenever yeah. Profion says something really fucking stupid, but he growls it out so loud yeah. that it's ah! it, whenever, whenever, whenever Jeremy Irons has a visible orgasm on screen, take a shot, <laughs> dude. You'll get alcohol poisoning. Only yeah. at the end. <laughs> Only at the end. Uh, every time, every time <laughs> Snails does the right thing and everybody else doesn't, take a yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, okay. Time Elwood looks confused. <laughs> I've got a question. At the beginning, everybody, um, Profion and uh, duh, 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 Damodar. Damodar, thank you. Profion and Damodar both were walking around with their arms held out, <laughs> and I, I didn't understand why everybody's walking around with their hands like two feet away from their body they're just letting the makeup dry i don't know <laughs> it was so weird probably the armor was it was probably so hot yeah maybe it was hot that day they're just, I don't they're know. just letting their pits breathe i guess yeah i mean you gotta air out sometimes oh, oh so katie you'll love this gary guy is supposed to be in this movie but all of his shots were cut he's supposed to be one of the mates in that tower what? because he didn't stand in shots most of the time. Oh, really, oh my really god! Shots of him standing in the background. Oh, it's my a god. Sh- it's a shame too. This, he apparently ran a campaign for the cast to play. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Jeremy Irons is just playing. I'm gonna play a wizard. Okay, he was like, ah! <laughs> 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 Mage hand handies are the best. <laughs> Magical O-Face! I can I only mean, guess how, they, how the dies were. Let me put marked. it this way. Rita Repulsor is a more subtle actor than Jeremy Irons in yes. this movie. <laughs> he was, like, I, you, you brought up them doing lines of coke, and I think that is the only explanation I can find for why he performed the way he did. Right? Like, it he had to have been coked up for this movie. Yeah, he had to have been. I, I, I keep thinking there's like uh he had like mushrooms. He had uh, absinthe. He had every possible thing you get his hands on. He's just got a like, grab bag of random shit, and every day he reached in and scooped out a palmful, slaps a it in his mouth, pills. and is like, "Let's Jeremy. fucking go!" He scoop out a handful of pol- pills, chase it with Substance. some wild turkey. He's like, a- <laughs> "Give me it, Google. Give me it." Uh, like, no. Ooh, <laughs> holy shit anyway yeah. so uh that's my take on this movie i'm glad you all came along with me on this terrible terrible journey yeah. oh and th- and thanks for if you've listened before and you agreed to listen to the second take on this film but wait wait i just want to say something very straight here the last line of the first you know two paragraphs of the wiki article says a reboot is set to release in 2023 yes do you know who they've got cast in it yep it's uh let's see uh directed by jonathan goldstein and john francis delay uh stars chris pine michelle rodriguez justice smith uh reggie jean page hugh grant and sophia lillis 
Yeah, so they actually have money to hire talented actors. They've got a great cast for it. And apparently the script was written in part by Sweets. So, well, I mean, I, I look, I hope it I hope it's good. It's got to be better than this. Yeah. Okay, but I no, don't see how like, it could be I, worse. I, I, I want is to start a letter low. writing campaign. They have to bring snails back. Uh, snails is best character. So, I will say, yeah. Katie, I have some terrible news for you. What? You said, how could it get worse? Well, yeah. this movie had two sequels. Yes. Are you kidding me? They were direct-to-video. Uh, okay, that makes sense. And there is a worse version of this film called In the Name of the King, or uh, what was it? Uh, In the Dungeon Name of the King, King, A Dungeon Crawl's Tale. You re- If you don't remember the Microsoft game Dungeon Crawl, it was a Diablo uh, knockoff, ripoff, whatever you want to call it, from yeah. the early 2000s. And for some reason, they made a movie out of it at some point that got a very small theatrical release. And yeah, it's, um, I mean, they made a movie of Battleship, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that was oh, fucking yeah, Katie, awful. If you, don't, if you get a chance, you really wanted to suffer. You can see Jason Statham as the farmer fighting uh, evil minions that do backflips for snow. <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham is in In the Name of the King, a dungeon crawl wow. tale. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's worse than this. Like, yeah, this movie has shittier special effects. I'm sorry, Burt Reynolds is in it? Yeah, yeah. Um, is in Okay, so it, it was oh a directed God. by Yui Ball, who's notorious for making yeah. bad movies because he found out there was a tax loophole in Germany where they would double – if the movie flopped, you would get double your money back if you filmed it in Germany. So he got all these C-list or, B, or uh, has-been actors like – uh, you know, to come like like Burt Reynolds at this point in his career, oh well, come and shoot like t- two days of footage, and then he would just make the worst possible movie, and then they all get triple their money back because of the, the Germany would have to finance it. So Germany was basically building off the story from the producers. Uh, yeah. So you know yeah. all the really bad, like there was a whole string of really bad video game and yeah, video Alone game in the movies. Dark. Alone yeah. in the Dark, Blood, Blood Rain. Rain. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to say not dead. Was it Dead Island? Dead Island, I think. Uh, Postal. Postal. There was a whole bunch of really shitty, shitty video game adaptation movies, and they were all done by Uwe Boll, and they were all just basically tax scams. Yeah, Doctor Uwe Boll. We have to remind. He's, uh, a, he's uh, a heart surgeon. He's also a professional boxer. Anyway, <laughs> if you piss him off, he will challenge you to fight in his, his private. Uh, he did, in fact, have a boxing match with uh, the founder of the website Something Awful back in the day. <laughs> So. Oh, was that when they were doing the celeb quote unquote no. celebrity boxing? No, no, no. This was beat up this a guy was, who gave a bad review. <laughs> this was basically this guy posts some shit about him, and Uwe Boll's like, "I will fucking fight you." And the guy thought, "Well, this will be publicity, so I'll go do it." And then they did, and it was really dumb. Yeah, oh my got god. The, yeah, Uwe so not pretty bad. Who won? Uh, who won? Uh, Uwe oh, Uwe Boll. <laughs> He's like a huge dude. <laughs> Yeah, he's okay. like Dolph Lundgren kind yeah. of. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you a bowl. You don't want to. You don't want to box. You a bowl. Um, right then. So, uh, to wrap up, shall we stat up the characters? Yeah, we'll do we'll quickly. Yeah. We're over an hour on this one. So, all right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's do. Let's start with uh, Perfurion. What, what, what do you think he uh, uh, made? What would wizard. You wizard. Absolutely a wizard. Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Feel well, warlocky think... to me. Feels warlocky to me, but I'll no, I think I think um, uh, I cannot remember the names to save my life. D- the D guy, Damodar. Damodar, I think was a warlock. Yeah, he could have been a blade yeah, lock. Yeah. He, he, he probably was that. a blade lock that. or uh, a yeah. chain, maybe. 
Yeah. Um, well, he's what chaotic. Well, well the only spell he casts is portals, is dimension door. So, and, and who's familiar was the imp? Because the imp is it like is. the, the imp yeah, is like the all star of team. It was Damodar. They would have so. they would have gotten nothing without that imp. Yep. Yeah. So Damodar is really the, the hero of the story. Yeah. In his alignment, we say chaotic evil or chaotic neutral. Damodar, chaotic, uh, 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 lawful evil, evil, neutral evil. I would say law. Yeah, Damodar, neutral evil. I would say Profion is lawful evil. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll do snails next. Rogue. Thief. <laughs> Rogue, Definitely thief, subclass. Mega fucking hero. Yeah. Rogue, thief, subclass. I... Yeah. Yeah. And and again, so much sleight of hand, he doesn't even have to try. Right. Like the DM doesn't yeah. even yeah. bother making him roll. Yes, you can, yes like, you can steal that. Yes, you can steal that. Just, just his, stuff, his sure, the roof. stuff a candelabra under your coat. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with the dead cat? I don't know. I think they just had a bunch of props around and just told Marlon Waynes to take them. And he's like, oh, cat, that's funny. And then they left the shot in because they only did one shot. Yeah. yeah. That was so weird. Oh, uh, okay, go on. Uh, uh, oh, Marina. You know what it was? What? I just realized what it was. It was a callback to um, the cat from Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh no. Yeah, that meant, you're right. You're right. Oh, my God. Oh, it was a Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus Easter egg. Oh no, not Binks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, uh, Jen bought a, uh, because she found them for sale on Amazon a few weeks ago, a bunch of uh, Hocus Pocus costumes. So when we go back to Disney, we're going to do Hocus Pocus. Nice. One of us might be dressing as Bette Midler in drag. <gasps> yes. I'm sure that's fine. So, uh, I'm Marina. Oh, we will. Marina's a wizard. She needs the material yeah. components in the bag. She's really yep. bad about keeping her bag of components with her. She yeah. has this annoying propensity to go into melee, like a wizard should never do. Yeah, she's yeah. A, she's a wizard, but bad. She's a, she's a wizard. She's yeah. really good in that first escape scene. I mean, yeah, she, she captures yeah, the too. thieves. She she shows up. She catches the thing. She's like, "Fuck! I know what I need to do." She sees the components. She lightning bolts them. She bails through a dimension door. Like yep. she's got it going on until like then, then like she's oh, she used up all her confidence them. for the whole film. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's that then... player who's had too much to, to re, uh, too much uh, code red after a point. No, I think what happened was her player was there for like the first adventure and like just made some really amazing fucking roles and then like couldn't yeah. make the next three sessions so they just kind of put her on the back burner and then she comes to the one where snails dies and again is awesome and and then they and then in the last fight she like guys i can't make it i'm sorry and they're like all right i guess we'll just play without you i, I think it wasn't that she couldn't make it i think she didn't want to make it yeah maybe she didn't like that group but she was like well i guess i'll give it another shot and has one more she amazing was- session she was like, I'm really the, the Ridley player slept with my character on. while we were off camera. I don't, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, god, don't make it creepy. Uh, oh, oh, we know how these <laughs> uh, okay, let's do Elwood. Oh, I mean, dwarven, dwarven fighter. fighter, yeah, like barbarian, yeah, barbarian. They barbar barbarian. could also, well, no, he's wearing too much armor for barbar. Yeah, he's got he's got mm. armor on, he's not a barbarian, he's, he's a maybe? dwarven fighter. He's oh, he's not a paladin, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Oath of getting chicken in your beard, maybe. <laughs> Oath of the beard chicken. Yeah, there's no, I, I don't think uh, there's not a paladin could count in this game. Yeah, so uh, I, I actually, I think Ridley was a rogue who ended up taking a level in paladin because if you watch, he was smiting with his sword at the end. Well, no, he had a magic sword. 
I think he, he was smiting because he swung the sword at other people and it didn't crackle with energy. That's fair. Yeah. You, so a uh, rogue who's who uh, who multiclassed into paladin. Yeah. Okay, that works. Because he's going to be a knight, so yeah, that absolutely totally works. What alignment would we put Ridley? Uh, Ridley is the chaotic stupid. Chaotic good. He he, chaotic he wants good, to do good. Yeah. He wants to do good. He hates the he hates the social structure. He's definitely not lawful yeah. good. He's got no be not chaotic lawful good. good. There's I mean, he, there's too much thief in him for that. So yeah, yeah. I say chaotic good. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and I say for like Elwood, neutral. neutral. Elwood is chaotic neutral. Marina <laughs> yeah. would be neutral good. Snails yeah. would be neutral. Maybe even chaotic neutral. Maybe chaotic good. Chaotic good. Chaotic klepto. Chaotic klepto. Um, chaotic klepto. So Norda has like no character development, but I would put her at lawful good because she obeys yes. the thing. Yeah. And I, because they, she never actually does anything except fight with a sword and track. Mark. So we'll call her a ranger, but it could be anything. Yeah. 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 She wears, I mean, the, she wears weird ass boob armor that doesn't make any fucking sense. It was terrible armor, terrible yeah. breastplate. Uh, but that's medium armor. That's have, medium armor. Why were? Why was her breastplate shaped so it looked like she had nipples? Yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, why would you do that to armor? Like, this, right? her armor was so fucking bad. Maybe and, like oh, a red Sonya reference. I don't know. <clears throat> well, I looked up. I looked it up because I was like, I wonder if this is a Batman thing. Yeah, and the bat nipple Batman, thing. Was it Batman Beyond? No, Batman. Batman no. and Robin is where he got bat nipple. No, I guess no, it Batman was forever. it was the Batman one before forever. that. Yeah, Batman, Batman Forever is where he gets first. bat nipples. Batman Forever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that came out in two. In uh, I'm sorry, 1995. Yep. So I think they may have they may have had a thing for the bat nipples. I mean, but like, they, they, I, Europe. How can I say this? They didn't look good. Like no, <laughs> you could have made armor with nipples that looked better than that. Now, yeah. now Will, Will, you just freaked out about discussing uh, f- fake breast uh, technology in a movie for thirty minutes. Like, are you, did this imprint on you now that you're? Gonna I, think I can't. About I can't could... understand it. That scene in Wawa West has scarred me, and now I can't. Everywhere I look, it's fake tits. That's <laughs> such a great movie. Oh God! Anyway, it's such a great the podcast, Katie. It's, it'll be uh, anyway. <laughs> so we can we can argue about it off camera or off mic. I don't know what the fuck yeah, it is. After the show's over. After the show's over. Um, uh, but but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay, so we're uh, so this is good. The bad nerdy movie podcast. What do we rank this? Good, bad, or nerdy? Uh, we'll start with uh, Will. What do you rank? Oh you, no! Don't start with me. <laughs> I'm Bruce. Nerdy. I adore it. I I mean, don't get me wrong. It's terrible. But it is so bad, it is good. It is a good time. I mean, if you like anything in the genre of fantasy, and that, but in particular, if you play role-playing games of any kind, you're going to adore how stupid this is. I, I stand by that treatment on it. All right, Katie? I've, I've got to go with nerdy as well, but it's badly nerdy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and and Bruce is absolutely wrong. I play role playing games all the time, and this is a terrible movie. <laughs> all right, uh, Will, what's your pick? Uh, I'm I'm with Katie on this one. This is a nerdy film, but if if we look at this as a spectrum and not as a, a bucket, this is definitely much closer to the bad side of nerdy than the good side. That said, I am all highly highly entertained by this film. And really, it redeems itself in a couple of ways uh, with the character of Snails being played as a character and not just fucking around on a movie set. 
and then yeah. and and the maze. The maze is actually pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's nerdy, but it's definitely closer to bad. Way closer to bad than good. Yeah, it's this. So this is I definitely would call a. I mean, I declared it a bad film initially. I still consider it a bad film, but it is the it is definitely the so bad it's masterfully good, in that it's a masterpiece of crap. So it is very enjoyable. And if you get what the, if you really understand every mistake they make. So that is why I will still consider this a bad film, but I will declare it a nerdy film because for those who are nerds when it comes to this kind of genre and specifically this type of game, I mean, you will crack up because what they get right, they get really right. And what they get wrong, they get so wrong. It's beyond hilarious. So mm. I, uh, folks, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you like us, please look us up on our Facebook group, Fans of Good, Bad, Nerdy Movie Podcast. Also on Twitter, Good, Bad, Nerdy Movie Pod. And of course, um, see uh, all uh, who all here wants to give out their Twitter accounts today. Sure, uh, you can find me on all the socials at Goblin Katie, G O B L I N K A T I E. Uh, a I nickname have... Bruce actually gave me. That's true. I have a Twitter account. It's Codus Reviews. Um, that's about the only social media presence I maintain these days. So, and I don't look at it too much, but you can tweet at me and tell me I'm wrong about everything, and that's fine. And you want to make your big announcement, Will? Oh, uh, yeah. So in the future, not today, but uh, upcoming, I will be starting a podcast called Codish Reviews, uh, which is uh, an extension of an old blog I used to run. Um, so be on the lookout for that, coming to a podcaster near you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I yeah. have Twitter. I have Twitter. Mine is called Tweets from the Can. Um, I review restrooms in public places. All righty then. <laughs> Why does this not surprise me in the fucking slide? I'm just blinking right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And please, 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 if you sneak into a wizard's, you know, lair, if you see a button, just don't push it. No, push that shit. Are, right. we, here for, are we here for apples? Don't bother button with Button press apples. an apple biter you are. That's right. <laughs> Right, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. All right. That was a great one. <laughs> this is another one of those are epic long ones, but it's worth it. So, oh, when you, you got four best. people and we're all invested and we're all having yeah. a good time. I mean, yeah. this was this was a fucking blast. Thank you for coming on, Katie. This was great. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Mm-hmm.